Welcome to the Feel Good Lab podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gresh. Join me as we bring together the brightest minds in health and wellness, covering topics from sleep and nutrition to exercise and mindfulness. Our goal is to give you actionable advice to optimize your health and ultimately to feel good. So welcome to another episode of the Feel Good Lab podcast. Today's our first sponsored episode. Sponsored by Body in Motion Physical Therapy. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I'm here with a great friend of mine, Nicole here. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, what is Body in Motion? Sure. Thanks so much for having me, Ryan. This is awesome. I'm just loving this being on the podcast with you. Body in Motion is my physical therapy practice where we treat all of our clients on a one-on-one basis. So I branched out private practice. Um, All of our treatments are private one-on-one. We work with performance-based athletes. Um, We work with sports medicine. We work with mostly the adult population. And we our goal, our mission was to revolutionize physical therapy, revolutionize pain relief and care for the adult active population. So that's what we do. And it's been so amazing so far. It's definitely evolved along the last year that we've been in practice. Um, but we just opened our brick and mortar space in Bloomfield. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. The office looks amazing. So anybody local here in Connecticut, Highly recommend checking it out. We'll give you plenty of information at the end of this on how you can find Nicole. But. We sure will. Um, so, yeah, that's what we do, and I'm just so proud to finally have that brick and mortar and be able to treat patients and clients the way that I've always dreamed of treating people, like people, not just like a number. And that's what we do here at Body Motion. And one of the cool things is, like, even you go to your Instagram profile, right? I think it says pain relief coach. Yeah, I mean, that's very unique, really niched down. What does that mean to you? Yeah, so I always thought of physical therapy more than just like a medical practice. It's really a coaching practice. It's looking at an individual as a full body approach, as a holistic full body approach. So when I say pain relief coach, it's not just, oh, you're coming for Achilles tendinopathy. I'm only going to treat your Achilles. No, I'm going to look at how you're sleeping. I'm going to look at what you're putting into your body nutritionally. I'm going to look at what you're doing activity wise and how we can make that more efficient and more effective for what your goals are, for what you want to do. Pain relief to me is so multifaceted, so multifactorial, right? It's not just your body part it's your lifestyle and I think that's why we've connected so much there's plenty of reasons you're an amazing person entrepreneur I love your energy your passion but look at our our tagline right fight pain with wellness exactly what you just described is what we stand for and that's where I think a lot of the synergies come in like you know we don't believe that uh, I'll say it this way we started out with amazing over-the-counter pain relievers and that's really what our, our brand was built around And we took two different steps from that. The next one being opening up our eyes to the different supplements that we could include that could really improve our overall wellness. And then the next piece being one of the things we'll talk about, I don't want to go there quite yet, but our food inflammation and our testing and looking at our diet and our lifestyle. And so when we take a step back and we look at what fighting pain with wellness means to us, it's actually the opposite of how we started. It starts with your lifestyle, your sleep, 
your nutrition, all these things. And then if you can't optimize there, you can look at supplementation. And then if you can't get the pain relief there, then you can look at the over-the-counters and then inevitably the prescription. And you know, with you, you're starting from that ground level. We believe the work that you're doing individually, one-on-one with people is way more impactful than what we could do with products. And we're not ashamed to say that. We wanna be the first ever pain relief brand. We don't need our products. I envision a future where we could be you know, almost like a media company where we're just helping to educate people so that they don't need the supplements, they don't need the pain relievers. Now, we're not there yet as a society. Unfortunately, our society is, is a little bit sick. Many people are in pain. There's 100 million Americans in pain. And the scary thing, the statistic I always reiterate, two-thirds of them don't think anything will ever work. And so they're hopeless. So you've worked with people probably that have been hopeless and you've seen amazing results. I've seen you firsthand posting these like incredible testimonials. And I know you that you are not making any of this up. Like you're that type of person. Tell us a little bit about some of those examples. Yeah. So I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, part of it is instilling confidence and reducing some fear in your clients. Um, That's my biggest piece of advice for therapists out there is you have to instill confidence in your patients and that's exactly what I do. I mean, I'll take a client who maybe has had chronic back pain, right, for years. I have a client right now who has had back pain for 25 years, was scared to bend down, was literally scared to bend down. So she wasn't exercising, she wasn't doing anything. She was just letting herself be stagnant. And I just kind of brought up to her like, hey, I'll say her name's Mary just for him of compliance purposes. Hey, Mary, you know, when you go bend down to, or when you grab your groceries from the floor, are you bending down? Mary says, yeah, I I do. You're right. Um, Hey, Mary, you know, when you sit on the toilet, are you bending down? She's like, huh, you know, I am, I guess I am bending a little. So I think it's just reframing the way you talk to your clients um, and teaching them that a lot of the movements that they're scared to do are functional day-to-day movements that they do all the time. And then for one thing I said to a new client who I just onboarded yesterday was, you know, I know that pain is scary. I know that you lost trust in your body because of it, but I just need you to give me an ounce, just an ounce of trust. Me, not your body. You don't have to trust your body right now. You just have to trust me, just an ounce. And that will compound over time, and you'll just naturally start to trust your body. So it's it's like the way I talk to my patients, the way I educate them, and the way I just instill that confidence back into their body in a really skillful way, if I, if I do say so myself, honestly. Well, I'm seeing it firsthand here, and like the superpower that I'm kind of hearing from you is it's the bedside manner. Yeah. And I think one of the atrocities in the conventional medical model is the fact that oftentimes the, the patient care, there's just not enough time. It's not the doctor's fault or whoever mm-hmm. the, you're working with. It's just that there's not enough time. And that bedside manner, you know, the placebo effect is one of the most repeatable things that we've ever seen in science. It's very repeatable. And so when you instill that hope in the patient, I think it really goes a long way. And giving them the confidence and looking and reframing it like, okay, we're not going to go from a pain of nine down to a zero immediately. But if you go from a nine to an eight 
and then to a seven over the course of weeks, if not months, that is massive progress. Yeah, that's and the compounding. That. Yeah, right. The compounding effect that happens. And it's it's just so incredible to watch. I mean, I think a lot of times people have these really lofty goals like, well, I want to be able to run a half marathon like I did when I was 20 and they're 50 now. And not saying that you can't get there because you can absolutely get there and do that again. The body is so resilient and so incredible in the ways that we can alter and transform and change. But it's all about taking the baby steps and taking one step at a time until you get to the next point where you trust your body even more, your body's even more strong. And you can get to that point. It's just you need to be in the hands of someone who knows and can implement this like skilled prescription of exercise progressions. Mm -hmm. And you practice what you preach. Yeah. Right? For sure. So tell us a little bit about like what do you focus on in your health? And you can go as detailed as you want, but I know that you're doing a lot of things from fitness, like Mm -hmm. you're working out all the time, to diet, nutrition, et cetera. Share a little bit about that. Yeah. I am very much wellness-based in my own life. So in terms of fitness, I exercise probably five days a week um, formally. So um, I currently am really into strength training right now. So my background a little, I was a dancer, and then that transformed into me being a yogi. And then ultimately that transformed into not just doing yoga, but implementing yoga for mobility. And then I picked up strength training about three or four years ago where I really got into it. So right now I'm doing... My split looks a little bit like I'm doing a push day, then I'm doing a pull day, a leg day, um, a full body day, and then I do like a cardio mobility day. So those are my five like prescribed days that I do for myself. And then every day I'm moving my body. So the other two days a week, maybe I'm walking my dog or I'm doing an extra yoga class or cleaning the house, like any type of movement. I really never sit around. Um, So that's kind of what my fitness regimen looks like. And I really truly believe that everyone needs days off, rest days. Um, So that's why I do five days. And I think anything, anything is good, like three, four days. And what are your goals on the fitness side? Um, just to honestly get stronger. That's what I really want to do is just build up my strength, especially as I approach 30. Um, we all know that as we get older, muscle starts to diminish and decrease and it's harder to gain strength. So as I approach that age, I would like to continue to get stronger and build up my body and just feel confident that as I get older, um, I don't have to worry as much because this is the part of the preventative medicine that I'm doing. On the back end. So, yeah, that's what my fitness regimen looks like. And in terms of like lifestyle in general, in terms of nutrition, I eat a pretty wholesome diet. I do track my macros. So, right now I'm just eating to maintain, if not gain, a little bit of weight because as I'm strength training, I actually want to have some bulk so that I can gain the muscle. So, I'm eating about for my for my personal macros, I eat about 2,500 calories a day. I'm really adamant about having at least 124 grams of protein per day. So my body weight in protein. Um, Yeah. I try to do like one gram of protein, um, you know, per body weight. So I'm 124 pounds. So I try to eat 124 grams of protein. So I'm really purposeful about that. And the the reason why is because all of your calories come from either protein, carbs, or fats. So I could eat my whole diet of carbs and fats and that would be fine, but that carbs and fats provide energy. They're not actually translating into muscle protein synthesis. So I need the protein to gain muscle. That's my main goal. Mm-hmm. So I definitely balance the carbs and the fats and definitely focus on protein in my diet right now. Um, and you know, I try to go for whole foods. Like I said, I try to mix a protein, carb, and fat at every meal and try to eat as many fruits and veggies as possible. I, 
admittedly don't love vegetables as much as I probably should. So, you know, I'll mix them into an egg scramble or I'll mix them into pasta because I love that. Or I'll take a scoop of green powder every day. So we talked about supplements. I have to supplement sometimes. Um, but overall, I really too try to eat wholesome, but also enjoy my food at the same time. Like I love chocolate. So I have a piece of chocolate almost every day, right? Like I like to go out with my friends. So I'll, you know, go out to dinner maybe once or twice a week. So definitely no restriction in that end. Sleep is extremely important to me, Ryan. Um, Lately, with opening my practice, I will admit I've only been getting like six, maybe seven hours of sleep, but I really focus on not just the quantity of sleep, but the quality of sleep. Mm. Do you track it with anything? Um, I don't. Yeah. I saw you. We just got aura rings, rings, Ethan and I. And, I saw. Uh, we really, and I really like them. I yeah. want one. Now, I will say, like, I've been super stressed the past week, and I've been sleeping less, and holy cow, does it show up. So I like, right? look at my sleep score. And I'm not surprised, but I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel particularly great today. And my sleep score is, you know, really, really not good. And it just motivates me. Like I have a coach I work with, and one of the things he, he preaches is you can make a mistake, you can slip up. Don't do it two days in a row. And good if you point. don't do it two days in a row, you're going to be making progress. This is a good point because habits, right? You can you could get into that downward slope of doing it more than two days in a row and getting into like those bad habits. Or you can just – Maybe slip up one day and then just restart. That's what I tell a lot of my clients is you can have a bad day. You can have shitty sleep one day. Just get right back on the bandwagon and just follow the the path that you want to follow the next day. Get your eight hours plus. Um, so I'm really strict about my sleep. I prioritize it for sure. It's so important. Yeah. I say this all the time. I've probably said it on every podcast. Like We can go 30 days without food. We can go you know, a lot less on water right? We can go even less on sleep. Yeah. They don't even allow us to do clinical studies on sleep deprivation. In fact, that's how you torture people. I mean, it's like catastrophic. If we've ever pulled an all-nighter, imagine pulling two, three in a row. No, like That's how bad our body needs sleep, and it needs exactly. to restore itself so that we can perform. And like one thing that you're definitely not lacking is energy. I have a lot of energy. <laughs> Has that always been the case? I've always been an energizer bunny. It's so funny. Like People my whole life have been like, you're an energizer bunny. And I don't know if it's like just inherently in me, but I definitely believe and the research will show that, you know, eating a wholesome diet, getting enough sleep, um, just surrounding yourself by motivated people, um, happy people, doing what makes you happy in life. Following your purpose. Following your makes you happy. And trust me, there have been plenty of times in life where I felt like down, low energy, grad school, having jobs I didn't like, all those things. But if you can kind of pull yourself out of that and really truly, like you just said, find your purpose and follow that path and do as best as you can with living this holistic lifestyle and finding wellness in, in your day-to-day life, I swear it, it really helps with your energy level. Yeah, and you inspire me. Like I love for mm-hmm. listeners out there, uh, Body in Motion PT. What's yeah. the Instagram handle? Body in Motion PT. Yeah, follow it on Instagram. Um, you're gonna be motivated. You're gonna learn tips. <laughs> you're gonna learn tricks. Like I see you every day, and I'm like, man, like. You're up there lifting way more weight than I can. And I'm oh like, God. I need to get my butt in the gym today, right? And But it's it's inspiring. And so what yeah. you talked about is having other people around you that inspire you yeah. and are just holding themselves to a certain level of like, you don't need to be perfect, but you're just getting 1% better every day. In fact, Absolutely. that's something I worked on with my coach this morning. He's like, hey, you don't need to be perfect. Just get a little better than you were yesterday. Absolutely. And I totally agree. And I, I like want everyone to feel the energy and the motivation. And when I bring on clients into my space – 
and they're like, I wish I could lift as much as you. It's not a comparison game. It's a, I want you to be better than me. Let's do it. Let's get you to that point where you can feel confident and happy and strong and super ha- like proud of yourself for your abilities because we all have it within us. Mm-hmm. We just need someone to pull it out of us and get there. Totally. Yeah. And so one of the cool things about your practice, outside of just you know the focus on pain relief, which I think is so aligned with what we work on, you were forced to do a lot of digital work over the last two years, some, some house calls, but a lot of work online. And so for people out there listening, you don't need to be able to go in person to get the benefits. Can you share a little bit about that experience and kind of some of the stuff you learned about helping people do this at home? Yeah, absolutely. So I did start my practice digitally about a year ago and it works wonders because a lot of, so my practice has this digital component still. Even my in-person clients, we connect to my digital app. So I have an app where all my clients can get connected to see what their programming is gonna look like with 10, 20 second video clips to show the exercise. And then they can communicate with me and track their progress by saying, hey, on back squat today, I did 100 pounds. And then maybe in a month from now, they can look back at that and see, oh wow, I was doing 100 pounds, now I'm at 180 pounds. So they can kind of objectively see that graph go up, up, up and track progressive overload. They can communicate to me via the app and say, hey, Nicole, I felt a little twinge in my hip right here and maybe upload a video or upload a picture showing me where they felt the twinge or just even comment and write me a note like, hey, this is where I felt the twinge. What should I do differently? So then I can give them the the feedback back and say, hey, next time you do the squat, why don't you elevate your heels? Or why don't you add a resistance band or what have you? So it's very interactive. And the other part of the app that I love is that it keeps my clients accountable. And I think in the fitness world, that's a lot of times what we're missing is that accountability. It's so much easier just to say, oh, it's it's gloomy morning or I'm not feeling up for it. I'm just going to skip the, the workout today or I'm just not going to go. I'll go tomorrow. But to get on your app and you get an email from me every morning saying, hey, Ryan, good morning. Here's your workout. To get that email and to see it in front of you and be like, hmm, Nicole's watching me and waiting for me to check that I did this and upload feedback. It gives you that extra push that I think a lot of people are missing in their day-to-day life. So it keeps you accountable. We have that 24-7 access community um, communication, right? So they're always communicating with me as needed um, and they feel connected with me at all times. So they have the support, they have the accountability, they have the communication. And I think that's what really has made our program very successful in the 100% digital aspect. And then, you know, now that we've added that in-person component, I see my clients now one time a week in person just to follow up. And they don't have to do in person. We can do it 100% digital, right? Because we proved it worked. Um, But that in-person session, you know, we can do more hands-on work. We can actually do corrective exercises and then follow it up with that digital program. And my clients love the digital app and that whole component of it. Well, that's great. Um, One of the things that we really focus on is like accountability and following through is so much of the game because Mm -hmm. you know i know a lot of areas in my life that i could be better at i just don't do it so it's not a lack of understanding or a lack of knowledge it's just somebody holding me accountable and honestly oftentimes it needs to be yourself but it is great to have tools or people like you that we could bring in that can kind of do that but you know, what are some things that you see? Like, I think that if people aren't motivated by themselves, you're not gonna be able to give it to them. But are there things that you could maybe share that you've seen work for people? 
In terms of accountability. Yeah, just like staying motivated and accountable, right? Yeah, so I often ask a lot of whys. So your why is so much more than, oh, I want to look good. Well, why do you want to look good? Because, uh, you know, and things come out in that conversation. Well, because, you know, I'm scared my husband's going to leave me. Or because my only daughter's getting married and she means the world to me. And I want to look great and feel really great for her wedding. Or... I have a teenager at home and I want her to be as confident as she's growing up and I want to be confident so she can see me be confident and then grow into confidence, right? So there's always a deeper why. It's so much more than aesthetic. So I really, always always more than aesthetic. So I ask my clients, I really have them dive down deeper internally to find that. Because you're right, Ryan, it's, it's not just me who can keep them accountable and give them the support. They need to want it. But how do you want it? You have to figure out why you want it And that's why I dive deeper. Ask yourself why, then ask yourself why again. And then ask yourself why again. And you're probably going to come to that conclusion. Yeah, that's awesome. And actually, as we're going to transition, I want to tell you a little bit about the fit test. But we're working on a program that's going to accompany it because we know just giving you the results on foods that may be causing inflammation in your body isn't enough. That's not enough. You need to be able to implement it. And so one of the pieces of the program is working with one of our wellness coaches to help you address the why, right? It might be weight loss, but why? It might be, um, you know, feeling sick or lethargic, but why? Why do you really want it? And then if you can remind yourself of like, oh, that's my why, that's one of the most ultimate motivating things that you can do. And so, so we know it's just, it's a lot more. Like we could have just said, okay, great. We have what we think is the world's best food inflammation test. We're going to launch it. Here's your results. But if we don't provide that, you know, eight to 12 weeks of support that goes with it to help you implement the results, then we don't think we're actually doing our job. Yeah, it's easy enough to just take the results and be like, oh, I have an intolerance to X, Y, or Z. I'll just eat that less. But it's another thing to be coached through it and to actually have that support of, okay, this is the this is the guidance that I'm going to give you. And this is, again, your why. It's mm-hmm. so powerful. And the other thing is, too, um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you Love read that the book? book. Yeah. Love it. So he talks about, right, you can't just get rid of habits. What do you need to do with them? You have to actually make it happen, make a change with it. Yeah. I mean, you and you, replace it. Right, with a better habit. With a better habit. Exactly. So the key is, hey, no more chocolate. No, you're no. Yeah, that's it's, not gonna work. Yeah, it's hey, instead of chocolate, here's something that you enjoy just as much that's healthier. Swap and now it. you're gonna get rid of the chocolate, so it's not yeah. in your environment. But we're gonna give you the better thing, and it's gonna be right in front of you. Yeah. So it's gonna trigger you. Oh, you know what? I'm feeling a sweet tooth. I'm gonna have my you know, whatever it might be. Chocolate's a bad example because it's kind of hard to replicate. (laughs) (laughs) But you get the point. (laughs) Oh my gosh, love it. So one of the cool things that I was excited to do today, and let's spend some time kind of setting the stage on what this is, Mm -hmm. but we're going to do a little live action. And um, Nicole has brought her dry needling kit. And this is one of my favorite things that I was introduced when I met Nicole two plus years ago Mm -hmm. back at uh, her old job. And it's a practice called dry needling. I'm not going to do it any justice explaining it. So I'd love you to kind of explain what it is, what the benefits are, who might use it. And then I've been having a little bit of an issue in my bicep. And so Nicole's going to actually uh, show everybody, you know, what this is and and apply it to me. Yeah. So with dry needling, it is a Western medicine technique. And basically, we utilize an acupuncture needle. It's a small monofilament needle. And we're actually going to put that needle directly into the muscle where I find a trigger point. So a trigger point is a palpable band of tight tissue. So I'll feel on Ryan's body where the trigger point is. And then we'll actually put the needle into that area. 
And by doing that, we're creating a little bit of a micro trauma in the muscle, right? Your, your muscle's like, why do I have something in me? This is weird. And that stimulation actually has a neurophysiological effect because we're putting the muscle, the needle into the muscle. It's stimulating a response in the brain to say, okay, there's something there that's not supposed to be there. Micro trauma, hello, brain, start to work. Sympathetic nervous system turns on. Once the sympathetic nervous system turns on, blood flow goes to the area, your body's naturally anti-inflammatories go to the area, and healing can start to happen. When the, when the needle goes into the muscle too, and Ryan, you might feel this, you might feel like a little twitch, and that is that trigger point kind of releasing and relaxing. So a lot of times people get instant relief from dry needling because of this trigger point release. It's really a, like the best trigger point release technique that we could ever do. The first time I ever did it, um, it I had, was having some pain in my neck. I had a severe, severe like knot there. And when it got released, I tears were running down my face. Not because I was in pain, not because of joy. I don't know why. Your sympathetic nervous system. Something <laughs> happened where like my tear ducts released and it was just like, I mean, it was, it definitely was relief. I was sore the next day, yeah. right? You mm -hmm. definitely get a little bit sore, but it made a huge difference. So I've been a huge believer. Today. Yeah. Almost all patients. And one of the things that I found unique, and I'm going to butcher this, so then I'll let you fix it for me. But, you know, I've done acupuncture before. I had a really severe ankle sprain playing basketball. Like it's still, it was seven years ago, I'm still dealing with the repercussions of it. Um, and I looked up, like, what do elite athletes do, like pro NBA players when they sprain their ankle? And acupuncture was, like, a really high correlation. So I said, you know what, let me go try it. Well, I'm thinking I sprained my right ankle. I'm going in there. Where do you think I'm going to – I'm thinking they're going to put the needles on my right ankle. They put the needles on my left ankle and my right hand. Yeah. I think. I might have it yeah. backwards. But it was, like – it basically had to do with the meridians. Correct. And it's very much Chinese ancient medicine about, you know, these meridians and how they can affect and the balance. I actually do think that it helped improve the healing. It was one of the worst ankle sprains I've ever had. And it definitely started to see some reduction in inflammation. Um, I went for, I think, two or three sessions. But so when I was introduced to dry needling, I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is, you know, this is basically the same, right? Opposite. This Opposite. is more of what I expected. Yeah, right? exactly. So is it almost like bringing together Eastern and Western medicine in a sense? Yeah. A lot of my clients also do acupuncture in combination with the dry needling. It's totally fine to do both because they have two completely um, mindsets and like, theories behind them, right? Because dry needling is more of Western medicine. Like as you put, acupuncture is more Chinese or Eastern medicine. One's not better than the other. They're just using two completely different theories. And I think they're fine when used in combination together. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for that. You are That's so awesome. welcome. You're going to feel great. <laughs> So what other tools do you have like in your toolbox? Obviously, this is one that's a little unique. You do the physical therapy. You look at diet, nutrition. Mm -hmm. You're kind of looking at all aspects of somebody's life. But if I'm going to come and see you and I have lower back pain, mm -hmm. right, you know, what, what's that going to look like? Yeah. So a typical session would look like, let's just say you're coming in for low back pain or you can choose any body part. Um, we start with an initial evaluation where I get to know you as a person, not just your back pain, but I get to know, you know, what are your goals? What do you want to be able to do? Um, what is your lifestyle look like um, and then I would obviously look at how your body moves I'd look at your back I'd maybe you know check your mobility and not just the mobility of your back or hips we'd also be looking at your ankle mobility right we'd be looking at the strength of your core there's so many pieces especially with back pain back pain is so much more than back like where is the the root cause coming from like what is the root cause of your pain that's what I'm trying to figure out as your physical therapist as your medical provider is 
how can we really address the back pain from the ground up and figure out where it's coming from. So that's my job on the initial evaluation. So we'd kind of do a little bit of that. We'd do some movement. Um, I would connect you with my app and you know, put together a full program for you. So if you're coming with back pain and you tell me your goal is to run five miles again, then maybe we start with just running one mile and doing mobility before the run. And then the next day, maybe taking a rest. And then the next day, maybe doing leg strength. So you and I would sit together and put together a mutually agreed upon plan for return to function. And then I would see you again the following week. We review how the last week went in terms of exercises, review some of your comments that you left me, advance your program a little bit. Um, and it's a lot of hands-on care. So typically when my client comes in for a follow-up appointment, anywhere between like 15 to 40 minutes is spent doing just hands-on care. So I'm doing dry needling. I might be doing some cupping therapy. I might be manipulating your spine, mobilizing your spine. I might be doing some Graston, you know, using the metal tool on you. Um, I might just be doing some mobilizations with my own hands or some soft tissue work with my own hands. Um, I might be using my Theragun on you. So a lot of different hands-on techniques that I do. And then we'd follow that up with movement, purposeful movement. And then we might end with a little bit more hands-on work. And I have to say, I always use the Feel Good Labs cream in my clinic. Thank you for the plug. Tell us a little bit about when you use it. Like when? Yeah. So I have both of them. I have the sports recovery lotion and the natural pain relief cream, like the original one. And I typically use... I I intertwine both of them on my clients. I'll use it before we get into movement, actually. So I know that a lot of times you guys preach, you know, use it after exercise, but I love to use it actually before movement, and then I'll give them like a little sample or do it again at the end of the session just to make my patients and clients leave feeling great. Um, But I do it at the beginning because I want to, if people come to me and they're coming into the clinic with pain acutely, I want them to feel great and empowered to do movement. So that's why I start with the hands-on care. And I might, like if, again, we'll use the low back pain example. If they're coming with low back pain and I find that there's a specific segment of the spine where maybe on the lumbar erectors, that's a tight spot, I'll take like a little piece of the cream and I'll put it right on that area maybe in combination with me doing manipulation to their spine or maybe in combination with me doing dry needling to the lumbar multifidi. So it's really a... It's like multifaceted of everything I do is not just one thing, but a few pieces of the puzzle. So I'll do it before and then sometimes even a little bit after the session. Yeah, that multifaceted piece is, you know, why we think you're so special. Um, And I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Usually we kind of stick just on the health and wellness, Mm -hmm. but it's been so fun to follow you on your new entrepreneurial journey. You literally have been watching you like put together your new office over the past month. I know. Like, let us talk a little bit about, honestly... It's fun to talk about the successes. You're going to be so successful. You already are so successful. Let's talk about the challenges. Yeah. What's been the hardest thing in the past month? Oh, God, in the past month. <laughs> I think just balancing my time, like an understanding that I'm not just an entrepreneur, but like I'm still Nicole. I still need me time. It has been so easy for me just to spend hours on my computer or book more clients and forget like, oh, I don't have to go to the gym tonight. Like I'm, it's 8 p.m., and I'm just leaving the clinic now. I haven't had dinner. Like, I need to, like you said at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the podcast, I practice what I preach. And lately, I've found myself slipping a lot. Again, not getting great sleep. Sometimes skipping the gym, eating dinner at like 9 p.m. and then crashing at 11. I mean, my 
routine has changed a lot. And so I'm really trying to, at this point in the game, so early, just form healthy habits and set boundaries. I am not great at setting boundaries, especially when it comes to work. So I think that that's something I need to work on is I'm always there for my people, but I need to be there for me first and really give myself love so I can give all my clients love. So um, that's one big challenge that I'm working on is just making sure that I spend time with myself. Totally. And yeah. you're in like the thick of it, right? You're yes. trying to build, you're probably putting together equipment, working with clients, so you still have a full client Absolutely. load. Absolutely. So it's only going to get better from here. Of course it will. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely one challenge. And like I always tell people, I think a huge challenge for physical therapists who are opening their own practice and really any entrepreneur is at the beginning, you do it all. So I answer phones. I bill clients. Mm-hmm. I work with answering all my emails. I'm the marketing person, right? Like I'm the everything person. I say, when I talk about my practice, I say, we do this, we do that. But really it's me. (laughs) Someday it's going to be we. Yeah, someday. But right now it's me doing everything. So learning how to market and Uh create Instagram reels, learning how to host workshops at local um, community events, learning how to do podcasts and do all these things that normally people would help you with. I've learned all on my own. So that's definitely a challenge and a learning curve. But if I guess we go back to that thing, like practice makes perfect, yep. right? Or and practice having the makes confidence progress. to just figure it out. Like yeah. that to me is the ultimate entrepreneurial skill. It's to have the confidence. I'm actually not that good at this. I'm getting better. The confidence to fail fast. I'm like petrified of failure. I'm a perfectionist. You need to be able to just fail really fast and, and be totally okay with making a mistake and just fix it. Because mm-hmm. you know 90% of what you do is probably gonna be a failure. If you can just expedite that process, that 10% of success is gonna be what makes you successful, right? You just yeah, double 100%. down on that. 100%, and like you've been following me forever, for forever on Instagram and socials and just life in general. And my whole practice has evolved dramatically. Like you've seen it, we've already kind of pointed it out. Like it started totally digital. It started with a blog and then it started with a digital practice. And now I have my hybrid practice. So it's transformed and that transformation only happened because I've learned from failures and I've learned from things that went well, things that didn't go well, and now here we are. And I'm still learning every day. Even though I'm in a good, better place, I'm still learning. Love it. All right. Yeah. This has been incredibly insightful. And I have one last question. But before I get to it, why don't you share with everybody how they can find you? Sure. So, again, I am Nicole Lucier, soon to be Nicole Turnbow because I'm getting married soon. Um, so if you see the name discrepancy, that's why. Um, you can find me on Instagram. That's probably where I post the most. It's Body in Motion PT. You can find me on Twitter, Body in Motion PT underscore. You can always email me, Nicole at BodyInMotionPT.com. And my website's BodyInMotionPT.com. So there you go. It's Love pretty it. consistent across the board. Um, and Muscles in Motion, right? Is that still a focus of yours? Yeah, so Muscles in Motion is a program within Body in Motion. Got so it. Body in Motion is my practice. Muscles in Motion is a strength-based training program all through my app, all digital that people can subscribe to. And they can either do a home-based exercise program or a gym-based exercise program. We just launched our home-based exercise program. So muscles, I have like little components of body motion. So muscles in motion is a strength-based exercise program where you can go in and follow this program. Um, Mindset in motion is our Facebook group. And then body in motion is our physical therapy practice. That's awesome. Um, so my last question, yes. and this was advice that somebody gave to me. They, they framed it a little differently, but I was working with a recruiter one time, a long time ago, and he said, it was like in an interview, he said, last question, ask, 
ask them one year from now if you absolutely knocked it out of the park, what would that look like? So for you, I want to go three years from now. Three years from now, body in motion PT is everything and more that you dreamed of. What does that look like? Oh my gosh. Okay, three years from now, I want to have like a full staff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm thinking six months from now, I'd love to ha hire a therapist. Yep. But three years from now, it's so hard to think about three years from now, but in three years, I imagine that I'd have 10 therapists. Yeah. We'd have maybe three locations. We'd be treating athletes in schools. We'd be treating not just adult athletes, but high school athletes, college athletes. Um, we're, we, I, I don't know, it would be so much bigger than what it is now. I wouldn't have to be the one person doing everything. We'd have, uh, we'd have a front desk staff. And I think that the biggest thing that I wanna see in three years is so many more people have a better understanding of their body and so much more trust and confidence in their body. And beyond my practice growing, I would love to just see our local community here, but also a larger community, you know, the community at large, be empowered and have their body in motion. That's why I named my practice Body in Motion. I want everyone's bodies to be in motion and to stay in motion. And if I can even be like a piece of that, I'd be so proud. What an incredible way to end it. I know you're gonna be successful. You have, you're so talented, first of all, but your mindset is really amazing. And so I can't wait to see in three years from now, I'm gonna <laughs> replay this back. I'm gonna show up at your door in your three practices and find which one you're at play this back to you and Love we'll it. celebrate it. Oh, thanks, Ryan. You're the best. So thank you, Nicole, for joining us today. And uh